chapter twenty of a popular history of the art of music from the earliest times until the present by w s b matthews this librivox recording is in the public domain the progress of oratorio part one as already noticed in the previous chapter the oratorio had its origin at the same time as opera both being phases of the stilo rappresentativo or the effort to afford musical utterance to dramatic poetry at first merely a solemn and impressive utterance later as the possibilities of the new phase of art unfolded themselves a descriptive utterance in which the music colored and emphasized the moods of the text and the situation the idea of oratorio was not new all through the middle ages they seemed to have had miracle plays in the church as accessories of the less solemn services and as means of instruction in biblical history the medieval plays had very plain music which followed entirely the cadences of the plain song and made no attempt at representing the dramatic situation or the feelings growing out of it all that the music sought to do was to afford a decorous utterance having in it from association with the cadence of the music of the church something impressive yet not in any manner growing out of the drama to which it was set the florentine music drama was something entirely different from this or soon became so and in oratorio this was just as apparent as in opera although the opportunities of vocal display were not made so much of the modern oratorio exists in two types the dramatic cantata of which the form and general idea were established by carissimi and the church cantata which differed from the italian type chiefly in being of a more exclusively religious character and of having occasional opportunities for the congregation to join in a chorale the former of these types was established by giacomo carissimi sixteen o four sixteen seventy four who was born near rome and held his first musical position as director at assisi but presently obtained the directorship at the church of st apollinaris in rome where he served all the remainder of his long and active life without having been a genius of the first order it was carissimi's good fortune to exercise an important influence upon the course of musical progress particularly in the direction of oratorio in which all the more attractive elements came from his innovations carissimi was a prolific composer having constant occasion for new and pleasing attractions for the musical service of the rich and important jesuit church where he held his appointment these compositions are of every sort but cantatas form the larger portion consisting of passages of scripture set in consecutive form with due alternation of solo and chorus in a style at once pleasing and dramatically appropriate the majority of his compositions have been lost many of them going to the waste-paper baskets when the jesuits were suppressed enough remain however to indicate the interest and importance of his work moreover there is another curious commentary upon the value of his music in the fact that handel took twelve measures well nigh bodily out of one of the choruses in carissimi's 
jephthah and incorporated them in here jacob's god in his own samson mr hula gives an excellent aria from this work but it is too long for insertion here the more important of carissimi's innovations were in the direction of pleasing qualities in the accompaniments and agreeable rhythms he was teacher of several of the most important italian musicians of the following generation among them being bassani cesti bononcini and alessandro scarlatti part two the other type of oratorio received important assistance toward full realization in germany at the hands of matheson as already noticed and from those of heinrich schutz fifteen eighty five sixteen seventy two who after preliminary studies in italy where he acquired the italian representative style from gabrielli in venice in sixteen o nine three years later returned to germany and in sixteen fifteen was appointed chapel master to the elector of saxony a position which he held with slight interruptions until his death at the advanced age already indicated notice has already been taken in a former chapter of his appearance in the field of opera composition in setting new music to rinuccini's daphne on account of german words being incapable of adaptation to the music of peri but before this he had demonstrated his versatility and talent in the production of certain settings of the psalms of david in the form of motets for eight and more voices in his second work an oratorio upon the resurrection he shows the same striving after a freer dramatic expression his great work symphonie sacre consists of cantatas for voices with instrumental accompaniments in which the instrumental part shows serious effort after dramatic coloration the first of his works in this style was the last seven words sixteen forty five which contained the distinguishing marks of all the later passion music it consisted of a narrative reflections chorales and the words of the lord himself many years later he produced his great passions sixteen sixty five sixteen sixty six and in these he accomplishes as much of the dramatic expression as possible by means of choruses which are highly dramatic in style and very spirited the voluminous works of this master have now been reprinted and some of them possess a degree of interest warranting their occasional presentation schutz occupies an intermediate position between the masters of the old school with whom the traditions of ecclesiastical modes governed everything and those who have passed entirely beyond them and polyphony into modern monody the music of schutz is always polyphonic but there is much of dramatic feeling in it nevertheless he was one of those clear-headed practical masters who without being geniuses in the intuitive sense nevertheless contrived to impress themselves upon the subsequent activity in their province chiefly through their sagacity in seizing new forms and bringing them into practicable perfection into the forms of the passion as schutz created it bach 
poured the wealth of his devotion and his inspiration so later beethoven put into the symphony form created to his hand by the somewhat mechanical haydn the amplitude of his musical imagination which but for this preparatory work of the lesser master would have been driven to the creation of entirely new forms for his thoughts not only hampering the composer but which would have been equally unfavorable to his success depriving him of an audience prepared to appreciate the greatness of the new genius through their previous training in the same general style End of chapter 20